Welcome to the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin, where to begin, grow, and aspire to become the best stylist you can be. Whether you're thinking about becoming a stylist, opening a salon, or developing your skills as an experienced stylist, the next step of your beauty career starts here. Each week, we'll discuss strategic ways to design, plan, and execute on becoming a stylist that excels behind the chair and above the bottom line. Here's your host, Tracy Franklin. So you want to get hired in a luxury salon, don't we all? So I own a luxury salon and I, to be very honest with you, have only worked in luxury salons my entire career. That was a decision that I made while I was in beauty school. I had the fortunate opportunity to have some really pretty ladies, successful stylists behind the chair come in and give us a little pep talk at the school that I went to. And I just knew right then and there that they were exactly what I wanted to emulate as a stylist. I knew that I wanted to be a luxury stylist. And so when I got out of school, I applied at a luxury salon. And I have been a part of either my own or other luxury salons my entire career. So I want to highlight the importance of understanding what salon owners are looking for so that you can position yourself as an attractive candidate in a luxury salon. In my opinion, you need to go into your interview well prepared. You need to have done your homework on that salon. Do your research. I mean, stalk the salon on social media if you have to. Stalk the stylists that work there if you have to. Go in there sounding like you know what that salon is all about and you can't wait to be a part of it. Learn as much as you can about the owner. Nothing is more flattering to me than when a candidate walks in and knows some personal details about my life, like the fact that I have a beautiful granddaughter or that I have a podcast, like all of these little details about my life. I find super flattering when a candidate comes in and knows those. Another important thing to know is the salon culture. That's going to definitely help you know how to dress for the interview and how to show up and what's the vibe of the place? Like, is this even a place that you would like to be a part of? Just because it's a luxury salon doesn't mean it's the right salon for you. So it's up to you to do the research. What I'm looking for in a candidate in my luxury salon is kind of different depending on the candidate that I'm looking for. So if I'm looking for an apprentice, because we do have a really successful apprenticeship program at my salon and we hire a lot of people fresh out of school. So what I'm looking for in apprentice is obviously vastly different than what I'm looking for in an established stylist. So as an apprentice, I want to know that I can trust them to show up to work every day looking like the stylist they want to be, not the apprentice that they are. I want them to have a really big smile on their face. This should be the most exciting time of their career, finding their salon home, And sitting in the office of a successful salon owner should be very exciting. Yes, possibly a little intimidating, but also very exciting. So show up with a big smile on your face. The smile to me, more important than the outfit every single day. And I want to know that they're eager to learn. Those are the kinds of things I want to hear coming out of their mouth. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to learn from you. I can't wait to be a part of this salon. I can't wait to learn more about this wonderful industry. Like things like that just really light me up. And I feel really drawn to someone that already comes in with an attitude of growth and learning and excitement. So if I'm sitting down with a more experienced candidate, then I'm going to expect them to 
have some successes under their belt. I'm hoping that they've got some additional certifications and I'm hoping that they have, you know, what it takes to build a clientele. Maybe I can even learn something from them because that's the beauty of this business is that when we come together, we get to exchange ideas and solutions and things that have worked for us and then we get to help each other. So I'm really hoping when I'm hiring someone that's been through the things that I've been through, that they can help me as well. So I have had the opportunity to hire some really amazing young women to come work for me in my salon. And one of my favorite stories is I was actually in a boutique shopping and I'm looking through the racks and this really cute young girl comes up to me and she goes, do you work at Locks?" And I was like, yes, hi, I'm Tracy. I'm the owner. And she goes, oh my gosh, I'm about to graduate cosmetology school and I was going to call you next week and set up an interview. I just love your salon and I can't wait to come in there and see it. Would you think about setting up an interview with me? And I was just floored. Not only was this girl super adorable, but she was also really, really excited. So those things that we talked about, the smile, the appearance, the eagerness to learn, she encompassed all of those things. And I just couldn't wait to actually sit down with her and get to know her better. Usually in my salon, we will interview someone two times. If we really can't make a decision, sometimes a third interview is necessary. But most of the time, we can extract what we need out of two interviews. But I had this adorable girl come in for an interview. She had just graduated barber school. And she came in and had the most charisma that I had ever seen in a candidate before. She answered all the questions like exactly like I would want her to. She had all the enthusiasm. She was very excited and very eager to take this next step. And I literally hired her on the spot. That has never happened before. But sometimes someone will come in and just blow you away and they're going to hire you on the spot, you know, or you're going to hire them on the spot. Like it's just going to feel right. So that's why I say show up big for your interview because you never know when you're going to be exactly what a salon is looking for. So you're getting close to the big day. You've got your interview scheduled and it's time to start doing your homework. Again, do your research on the services and the products that the salon uses. Do they have any accolades that you might want to be familiar with? I'm one of the top 200 salons in North America. And when somebody comes in knowing that, I'm super flattered. And that lets me know that they have done their homework. Get to know their salon values. For me, sustainable beauty is at the top of my list when it comes to my salon values. So when someone comes in with that knowledge, I'm excited. You should go in prepared. You should be dressed professionally. And, you know, professionally has changed a little through the years. But for me, jeans are not the vibe for an interview. I think jeans are great for almost any other occasion, honestly, other than the interview itself. So I would make sure that you dress really professionally and your hair needs to be on point. Okay, like I'm talking about you should be spending more time on your hair than anything else. This is a interview at a luxury hair salon. And if you wear makeup, I think your makeup should be on point as well. Really show up and be prepared to let your light shine. Show up as the absolute best version of yourself and try to stand out. What is your unique characteristic? What do you bring to the table? Honey, pack that. Put that in your purse and bring it with you to the interview because that is very, very important. That salon owner may have upwards of 10 people applying for that position. 
Why are they going to choose you? Make sure you walk away from that interview with them knowing why. I want to really emphasize the importance of being passionate and enthusiastic about this industry and having a positive attitude toward learning and growth. I mean, I can't say enough about this. Before I opened Aspire, my Barber and Beauty Academy, I would go into the surrounding area, into the schools, and I would teach classes. I knew way back in the day that I absolutely loved spending my time with students, and I still do to this day, obviously. Now, I would go into the schools and I would teach a class, and these students would reach out to me afterwards on Instagram or Facebook. They would follow me. They would ask me questions about the industry or go into the subject that I taught in more detail. And I just thought that was a really good way to plant that, I guess, second seed of communication. The first one would be in class. If I'm at a school and I'm teaching a class and someone's got their hand up and they're interacting really well, that person is really going to stand out to me. And then if they follow that up with a message, that's like that second impression that is also super important. And I'm just very flattered by that. And it usually always ends with, when I'm done with school, can I come talk to you about a job? And then that's an automatic yes for me. If you've taken the time to interact with me during class and you followed up with a message, I can tell you're eager, I can tell you're passionate, and I most certainly will carve out time in my schedule to give you an interview. You should be creating social media content from, in my opinion, day one or week one or whatever. But honestly, in school, you should be creating your social media platform and you should be posting pictures of your work and you should be really proud of that work. And you're going to look back on that work in five years and you're going to go, oh my gosh, look at the growth. That's just like a side benefit. But as a salon owner, if you are invisible, In the media world, I'm not going to be very impressed. I just got to be really, really honest with you. Another thing that you can do is request shadow days. I've talked about this before. I think shadow days are a huge opportunity. And if you're not taking that opportunity, you're missing out. You should be spending time in the potential salons that you may want to work in someday so that you can make sure they're a fit for you. Also, submit your resume early on. Like three months after you've graduated because you needed some quote unquote time off is not impressive to me. That to me does not scream passion. I like someone who's coming in with a resume hmm, about three months before they graduate. That lets me know that they're thinking about their future seriously. I also really like it when people volunteer in the community. At my salon, we do a lot of volunteering. We do a lot of giving. That's just as a group heavy on our hearts. We love doing that kind of thing. And so if that's you and you like doing that kind of thing too, that also lets me know you're going to be a really good fit in my salon and that you're probably just a really good person. Being a luxury stylist doesn't just happen overnight. It requires additional education, not just in your basic skills, but in more high-end services. You know, when you think of the word luxury, don't just think pricey, don't just think expensive. I mean, you actually need to have a really solid skill set and high-end services to back that word up. Some of the services that are associated with a luxury salon are hair extensions or permanent cosmetics. I mean, these are those more pricey, more high-end services that a luxury client is going to be looking for. They're high-dollar services that really provide a life-changing result for your guest. I mean, if you have a guest that has always had thin hair and you have just delivered to them on a silver platter in two hours or less the hair of their dreams, that's luxury, baby. And they're going to remember you for the rest of their lives. Same thing with cosmetics. Like for me, I've never had eyebrows. When I got my eyebrows microbladed, y'all, 
I was on top of the world. For the first time in my life, I felt like I could go somewhere without drawing on eyebrows. That is luxury. These are high dollar services that are going to provide life changing results for your guests and a very good income for you. Beyond the service itself, when I think of luxury, I think about really caring for my client, really pampering my client, going the extra mile, warm eye mask, arm massages, a nice chilled glass of wine or a hot cappuccino. These are all things that to me scream luxury and it's a level of service that your clients are really going to appreciate and tell all their friends about. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin. If you enjoyed listening and you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. The Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin is a Morgan Franklin production. Today's episode was written and produced by Morgan Franklin. Editing and post-production by Mike Franklin. Want to find out more about Tracy and the Aspiring Barber and Beauty Academy? Go to AspireBarberAndBeauty.com.